I think, at least for me, in five years, I came down the Versi and that other, what's that other side street over there? The what is it? Lincoln? No, 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 Sheffield is in front. So last night I was trying to come down Lincoln and this, this morning I came down the Versi and for the first time in five years and probably the first time in a century, the, the, the road of Sheffield was closed, not for St. George's Greek Fest, but for something else. And I bet you when people were passing by, you gave, they didn't give me a microphone yes. that worked all this time. As, as the, the, the people who live in the area, as they were walking probably to the, the dog park or to the Starbucks or to wherever they were going, uh, and saw the, the, the roads closed on both sides, were probably shocked because they didn't hear about a festival. They didn't hear about, they didn't see food trucks, they didn't see band equipment, they didn't see a lot of things that they tend to see in the summer when you have your big Greek fest. And yet, I bet many people out of curiosity came and walked by and stop to see what is going on. What are these people doing in a tent outside their church? And maybe some of them stopped to listen and to observe even more closely. And certainly as we walked around the church, the people in the dog park, I saw them stopping and looking at us, trying to understand what it is we were doing. Why on earth are these people going around their building? Is something wrong with their building? Are they inspecting their building? I, I, I say this, and it's, and it's partly funny, but in reality, it's a challenge. It's a challenge for us to make sure that the entire community in Lincoln Park is aware of what occurred today, starting from last night, just as they are aware for weeks, if not months, before your Greek fest, that something is going to happen here at, at Lincoln Park. And I ask the, the committee not to end their work, but to actually advertise and announce to your community at large that this church, this, this building where people gathered and worship is now consecrated. It is set apart. It is made holy. It is something unique. As I said last night, when we commit to a consecration, we commit not only to a building, but we commit to the surrounding community. We commit to the neighborhood. We commit to the town and to the city. We cannot conse consecrate churches and think that it's only meant for us. We are the holy people of God, yes, by virtue of receiving the Eucharist, not by nature, but by grace, which means that all people, all people have the invitation to be members of this family, the body of Christ. Please, this is a, this is your mission now. Now that you have consecrated your church, you must go and consecrate other people. You must bring them to Christ. You must bring them to receive the Holy Spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit, just like your building received. This building has been anointed with chrism. 
It has been anointed with what each and every one of us has been anointed with when we were baptized and chrismated. It is made holy. It is made to stand apart. It is not just like any other church in the city of Chicago. It is a holy church. If we look at the Old Testament, there are many uh, rules. The Old Testament, especially in the Pentateuch and Leviticus, there's so many rules governing what people were to do to prepare to make an offering, to prepare to approach the high priest or to make an offering through the high priest. There was first a ram that was brought and slaughtered before the high priest. The high priest needed to prepare to enter and to offer the sacrifice on behalf of the people. So a ram was slaughtered, the the blood of the ram was taken, and the high priest, the priest was anointed. His ear, his thumb, and his toe were anointed to prepare him to make the offering, the prayer of forgiveness for the people. If you heard some of the prayers, we consecrated a church so that we may offer the bloodless sacrifice. We no longer offer sacrifices of bulls and rams to the Almighty God. We receive that which was sacrificed, and that is the person of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The Son of God was sacrificed one for all. And we receive through the Son, the, the Son of God, the Holy Spirit. And so we, sac- we sanctified, consecrated this church with the gift of the Holy Spirit. It is made whole, it is made holy, so that we can come forward not to sacrifice, but to receive the offering, the sacrifice, so that not only to be forgiven, but to be, to be made holy. And that is a vast difference from the Old Testament to the New Testament with the incarnation of the Son of God, we no longer seek to be made clean. We no longer seek to have our sins forgiven. That is important, yes, but we are made and called to be made whole. Whole and holy by being made part of the body of Christ. And that is what it means to be a member of the church. It is not about stewardship. It is not about making your donation. It is not about donating your time and your talent. All that is good, but it is about being made holy. If you are an Orthodox Christian, your duty, your calling, is to come and to be made holy. I say that four or five times because it's important. I'd like for you to go home and think about this. We've made a building holy. How do we make ourselves holy? How do we, what do we do in order to make ourselves holy? There was a committee to plan for the consecration of the church for so many months, if not years. How long do we dedicate to our own souls? What do we do to help make ourselves holy? Many times I read a statistic that says Orthodox Christians, especially Greeks, only 10% of us go to church. 10% approach the Holy of Holies to be made holy. Only 10%. That means there's a 90, there are 90% others outside that are not in this beautiful community right now. And that saddens me. As many of us as there are now, in the balcony, in the pews, standing room outside, 
There are countless others who are already Orthodox Christians who don't realize how beautiful it is to be made holy. They need to be reinvited. That is your job. Go back and find your family and your friends. Encourage them to come and join you to be made holy. Find people in the neighborhood who are not Orthodox Christian. Invite them to come and, come and see, come and observe, come and listen, eventually to come and join us. 